tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! There? No, just aiming for the couch. Let's just oh. talk. <laughs> Peter Pan? Yes. Okay. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> that's Welcome. like, no, that's the Toys R Us commercial. <laughs> right, Welcome to the Baseball Tell After Buzz After Show. Uh, little Peter Pan, not wanting to grow up. The boy grow up. who never wanted to grow up. Like, Unless you're windy. Unless you're windy. Unless you're windy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. We wouldn't have sex. Whoa. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Baseball Tell After Buzz After Show. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm Joe Braswell. Uh, joined, as always, by the lovely Dua Casey. Hi, welcome. And my man, Nando Velasquez. What is up? Uh, not joined for the second week in a row by Joe Sanfilippo. And then we'll get to that in a second. Slow down. Not, but uh, but he's a good reason he's out uh, taking care of some business. But he will be back. Did he call him last week? He called in. Some badness. No, right. he didn't. No. Okay, he's, well, been, he's been out a lot lately. Yeah, for no, all right. Understand. Well, he's, he'll, he'll be <laughs> back next week. I guarantee it. Guarantee. Um, he can't stay away. We'll he can't st- stop hearing his own voice. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> um, welcome, welcome to this episode two, uh, the Arcanum Club of, of Base Motel season three, which which is which was a very good, fantastic episode, which I liked a lot. Or better known as eyes about. wide shut. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> it was so he knows eyes weren't wide shut. My man Kevin Ram. Who was sitting in that chair looking like a boss with the two ladies by him? Like, is that watch. who that was? Yes, that was Kevin Ram. Wow, Kevin Ram, that who, yeah. who who is you know who will be in this? Who obviously will be key to the season? Yeah. Who played uh, Ted Shaw? Shaw? Shaw or Shaw? I can't pronounce his name. Make up your mind. Ted Shaw from Mad Men, or is it Shaw? I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> Kevin Ram from Mad Men is now uh, a cast member of the Base Motel, as Tracy and Nestor talked about in our pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't see much of him. But we saw him busy. What we saw of him was pretty badass. We That's saw him just watch, you know, in his tuxedo, flanked by two ladies, watching, gorgeous, gorgeous ladies, watching some business as, you know, as as guys in the Arcanum Club do apparently. And yeah. so I don't. So what I'm curious about, I'm skipping ahead to this, but like yeah. when you go off into the weird moose house, and then, <laughs> do you just go and then like do you as a do you just go to get? Because it looked like it's that bit big at first of all, it looked kind of small room. And you yeah. go in there. And then you like kind of watch while Kevin Ram watches like like in the chi- in the throne. Like how does this work? I I think that we don't know. I think that this is this was all from Norma's perspective, and I think right. that this is all kind of misdirection. I think that once we really get into it, but they weren't really having sex. Yeah, I don't oh, I don't know what was going on. They I don't were know. Super having sex. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I know. I can't even begin to think because Emma said that she her dad thought. She thinks it's a hunting club. Yeah, well, they're hunting, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I so, just, yeah. Anyway, it was good to see Kevin Ram. So um, I, I did. It did make me think about the whole sex slave thing, though. Yeah, back to season one. Back to season oh, one. Wow, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. But um, he, uh, you know, wasn't looking at eye. He just seemed to be like, I don't know. You know, sort of thing. I don't know. I, I've been around the block a few times. I, you know, I, I know some stuff. I, I already hate where this is going. No, I'm I know watching stuff. Joe's assistant laugh I'm, off I camera. I'm I, I, I know stuff. Like I, I, I've never been invited to some crazy eyes wide shut sex party. 
Well, like, you gotta you gotta look for it, man. Oh, really? Do I? I you gonna you know, like, slide me the address? <laughs> What's wrong with you, Jimmy? What's going on? <laughs> I, you know, eyes wide shut, and then there's like all these pop culture references to these like high level. Uh, you know, sex elite sex parties mm-hmm. where dudes just kick it in chairs, glasses of champagne, and swirling a brandy snifter and watching people have sex or participating. Nando, wh- where is this? <laughs> you're asking me. Uh, you're, you're you're the porn star Tuesday guy. Oh, uh, just on Tuesdays. You went down there. What? You went there. That's, That's a good. good. That's What's wrong good. with that? So, so I like going to karaoke night at right. uh, at Sardos. All right, way <laughs> off track here. Well, let's way get back track. to this episode. Welcome to Thank Black you. List. To the base motel after show, uh, yeah. So a lot going on. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Caleb and Dylan, who seem to be chumming up a little bit, and their sidekick uh, Gunner uh, Sans Puka Shells, who's who's hanging out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the mysterious Chick Hogan. Um, oh my gosh, our he's man like, from he's he's the cryptic man. I mean, yeah, he's 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 talking all kinds of madness. Yes, um, and tomatoes. We, we, we have the <laughs> tomatoes. Mm, we have the mystery of Annika. I, like, you know, where did she go? Who is she? Where is she? What happened? Was that her floating face up in the and lake? We were all wrong. Who knows? Uh, if, if that is, you know, her. your prediction was right that they're going to keep the red herring going, and she wasn't in this season or this episode. I don't know if that's a red herring. It's a, well, I don't know. <laughs> if she's dead, that. that's not. Really I have a thought about that. I can share later. Okay. Norma hates. Norma hates signs that uh, <laughs> we, we found Norma that out. We'll talk about that in a second. Did you see that that was the Lee Berman? Yeah. Memorial. It was Memorial. The Lee Berman Memorial over, Overpass is what yeah. we're calling it now. She really yeah. hated that sign. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> As she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, appearance from uh, Sheriff Alex Romero. Mm-hmm. And two, two separate appearances. Slow down there, do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> two separate appearances. Uh, uh, an awkward a kind very, of kiss. A very awkward goodbye. A kiss on a cheek. Kiss mm-hmm. backwards for it, which that is cool. That seems to be their awkward moment place. You know, that's not yes. their first awkward moment. I like it. It's it's, it's very cool. Uh, but so so let's 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 start with I don't know. Let's let's start with where we left off, which is the mis- the mystery of Annika. Like where did, where did she go? You know, Norma is. She walks up to the room and she's kind of like, you know, the Porsche's there, but the bed's unmade and what's happening and she's trying to figure this thing out and she's instantly um, concerned, but I don't know how much of it is her own concern versus her own like sort of nosy curiosity as to like what's going on with this woman, which is kind of the theme here. It's like, on well, one hand, she seems to be concerned and on the other hand, she's concerned for Norman, yeah. but, but once it's all sort of figured out... She finds herself at this party, which I don't know. Was that her own curiosity? Or is she really looking for this girl? She went like, it, I, this is, I don't know what's happening there. I almost, it's so, this all seems really out of character for her. Yeah. Because uh, this is, she's concerned about Norman. And I'm oh. going to kind of take it off track and talk about Norman here for a minute. Because every other instance, she's been very motherly and almost protecting Norman. Right. Here, she's not. She's, right. you know, she she thinks that Norman has something to do with the fact that Annika is gone. Sure. And she and she thinks that this is a whole, you know, the repeat of Blair Watson. Sure. But now instead of being nurturing and protective like she normally is, I feel like she's almost getting it out in the open. Even the way she like spilled her guts out to Romero and told him what she was worried about. Norman was the last person to be seen with her. You know, I'm looking for this girl. So that, I mean, that to me just seems really out of character for how she's been nurturing him in the past. Um, I, I, it's true, but also there's a bit of, when we talk about Norma, sort of like, you know, she's very Norma-centric, right? She's very self, <laughs> she's very yeah. selfish. So I think that, like, there's a bit where she said to, to, to Norma in the car, like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. There's a yep. sense of exasperation. Like, ugh, please tell me you didn't kill another lady. Oh, <laughs> now I gotta do this thing. I gotta call Romero. 
Romero. We got to hide yeah. the buddy. Like, you know. <laughs> so I think there's a sense of like, you know, Norman, you can't keep doing this, A. And B, I can't keep doing this. And mm-hmm. then last but not least, Norma's always looking to be taken care of and protected. So there's this, this look to Romero like, oh, and Norman was the last person to see him. And you know what that means. Yep. Like, help me out, mm-hmm. you know, without saying it, without saying it. I don't know. How did you, what, what do you think? I feel, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I feel like, she, you know, at this point she's trusting Romero. And I think there's, it's not said but you know Romero's had his misgivings about Norman, and I think Norma least. and I think Norma saying that pretty much without being like well, I think he did it, you know, is pretty much cluing into Romero as to uh, this is why you should pay attention to this right now because right. Norman was the last person to see her. Also, I mean, don't forget when Norma went to the restaurant where uh, Annika was supposed to be, and she came back in the car. She pretty much said, "I don't know." If I can do this, miss much longer. Yeah, how much mm-hmm. longer? I can do how much this? longer I can do this? Do what, mother? Yeah. But, so and it's this. Okay, so let me. Yeah. So let me just get into this really quickly. Okay. So flip, flip some pages. Last last week I said <laughs> there's nothing in, even written on these That's pages. Right. <laughs> um, last week like I Joe said Joe Sanfilippo just <laughs> constantly <laughs> scribbling. Scribble. <laughs> I mean, he's he's writing furious notes. Yeah. Well, Go isn't ahead. he? Um, so. Last week I said that it would have been ambitious to kill Annika right off of the bat. Mm-hmm. And based on the interview that we did with Annika and Romero, mm-hmm. I figured that there was going to be a little bit more meat to her character. Maybe her purpose was the fact that she needs to die in this in the first episode. It would go very very um it would go it would go well, what am I trying to say? It would go very so at the beginning of every season, there has been somebody that has died, and that has kind of fueled the direction of the whole season. Well, there's a bit of a... Go ahead. Yeah, but so did uh, Norma's mom died as well. Yeah. So true. That for that, well, that's true. There's a bit of a... Well, but a... Norman, somebody's died that Norman has killed. In season one, it was his father. His father. Season two, it was Miss Watson. Huh? Now, I think that maybe this is maybe this is just the death, you know, they're going to kill off um, Annika. If you, yeah, it's just I just think that it actually makes if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense that Annika would die. Well, and also not to mention uh, the fact that you know we had, as you said, we had uh, Nestor Carbonell and Tracy Spiridakos here uh, right before the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and you know we assume when when press are, are busy saying, hey, we have these two people, we'd love you to interview them, that they're going to have big roles to play in the season. But how much of a mindfuck would it be exactly. to actually have somebody who's only, who only lasts? Pardon me, it's like, I'm, look, kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to say if you're watching this. Show, you could take an occasional right. bump. Uh, you know, how awesome would it be if the press said, hey, you know what? She dies in the first episode or after exactly. the first episode. Wouldn't right. it be awesome if we promote the hell out of her anyway and get people thinking the Exactly. Well, well, and Nestor I, said she's said. going to be pivotal to the season. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to be yeah. alive. Right. And then Tracy said she's definitely there for a purpose. Now, what is that purpose? Maybe the purpose mm-hmm. is for her to die. The only thing that's inconsistent and the only thing that confuses me is that all of Norman's murders in the past revolve around his blackouts. This didn't. Well, this, we don't know that. We don't know that yet. We don't know if he blacked out or not. Well, is he trying to then hide his blackouts from his mother? Because Norman never lies to his mother. Well, okay, let me unpack some of that. First, just <laughs> working backwards, working backwards, in terms of the blackouts, I mean, we don't, yeah, he, he does say that, but, you know, if he blacked out, like, he doesn't, at this point, we don't know. I mean, if, if we will find out eventually through mm-hmm. whatever narrative, they're gonna, however they're going to tell the story, like, what happened mm-hmm. on, on that drive, on that fateful drive, home it could be it could have been Norman just could have just dropped her off and came home some other stuff something else could have happened who knows but I'm sure that will be revealed in 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 some sort of flashback Mm -hmm. number one number two um yeah I I agree with you there's there's something 
at the at the heart of Bates Motel, it's almost like this sort of murder mystery, sort of a, a whodunit kind of situation that always happens. Now, mm-hmm. now at the end of the day, it's always Norman who did it, but <laughs> there, right? there is, yeah. but there is this thing, mm-hmm. this whodunit thing. I do like the idea of you know. Uh, this mystery, this this body, and then the whole season being about well, what happened to Annika, or what happened to this woman? It may mm-hmm. be Annika, maybe someone else, but this woman was found. Who killed her? It gives, it gives Sheriff Romero something to investigate. It gives Norma Norman something to investigate. Uh-huh. It gives you know it sort of activates everyone. Well, I'm sure Kevin Ram will will be involved in there. Who knows with how Chick Hogan's going to be? Involved yeah. in. So <laughs> it's, it's it's actually very interesting to see <laughs> this whole town. Like we need something. We need something to get this whole town going again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Telltale sign as Norman was going up the stairs when he said famous last words don't worry mother everything's going to be okay cut to a dead floating body so we know in in episode 2 we have have 8 more episodes of this happening which is good Um, if in fact to your point if in fact uh, you know Tracy Spradakos is saying is not a part of what's going on I mean because if, if it's not part of the whole season, then she's a pretty good poker face. Yeah, because you know, well, we, I, you know absolutely. we did a lot of we did a lot of uh, you know I did a lot of assum- assuming. I was like, well, well you're yeah. here. Was it you or, or or it was one of you two when we were interviewing them? Where you said, well, after because we all got to see the the first episode yeah. before mm-hmm. we interviewed them, and we even said, you know, I think it was you that said, well, it, it looked like you're you're in question, your yeah. life's in danger or in Believe question me, at yeah. the end. Of the and you're like, no, but of course not, because you're here, because right. you're yeah. here talking to <laughs> us also, right now. So of course can't... you're probably here for a couple of episodes. Yeah. episodes. Season. And then she didn't. She didn't. She didn't um, either um, confirm nor deny that. But also, you know, my own detective work is busted because I, when Nestor Carmel showed up on uh, the NBC show, um, the Captain Heigl show, what's it called? State, State of Affairs. State of Affairs. Affairs. When he showed up in State of Affairs, I'm like, oh well, Sheriff Romero's dead. But of course. This, you know, both the studio let him work full time. But you know what? That's the beauty. So who knows? That's the beauty also of a show that only has a ten season, a ten season, a ten episode run per season. Right. Because it's easier for the cast to be booked in other shows. Because what ends up happening is if you have a, a show that's too long and the commitment's so big, mm-hmm. if somebody gets, especially a show like Bates Motel, or a, a good example right now is Walking Dead. There was a character. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it in case anyone saw it. There was a character who just passed away recently, and it happened actually a couple of years ago too with. Shane that I could spoil because that was old. What? Where he got I'm cast, not caught up, by the way. he got cast on. <laughs> well, too bad. He got cast in uh, Mob City and Frank Darabont before he was officially gone from The Walking Dead. And if you follow the trades or you see any of this stuff, of course you start thinking, oh well, if he got booked on another TV show, it means he's a goner. Right. He's either got a really small part in this one or he's a goner in the other show. So I love the opportunity. This is also a privilege of of having a small, really good compact season and the actors have the freedom to also pursue other projects and not have to be written out of shows. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, we, so anyway, we'll, we'll, you know, we, we'll, we'll figure this out one way or another, but I think that we all, I like it. We're already twisted. Like one way we thought, oh, we know where this is going and then we already don't. Yeah. So I really genuinely don't know. It's exciting to watch. Happen. I mean, it makes us want to go. We have the first six episodes. It makes us want to go blow through those first six. Yeah. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to no. do that. No. It's no. okay if we do. It's okay. <laughs> but we might watch episode three right yes, after this. We might. Uh, all right. So. Let's move on. So that so that happens. So we'll, we'll we'll figure this whole mystery out. I think that's cool. Um, Norma is on the prowl. She's looking around and she's trying to figure some things out. And I, I do want to just note a couple a couple uh, Vera Farmiga acting choices and cool things they did. Once um, Emma says, "Oh, Norman was 
you know, Norman dropped her off in the Porsche. That em- night. Emma's awful with keeping secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's spilling the beans left and right. But God love her. She doesn't know. She's yeah. just trying to be part of the family. Yeah. Like, oh, mom. You know, no, yeah. Norman's fine. Norman dropped her off. Yeah, it was that, sweet. That it was weird, sweet. like, doesn't, yeah. that he amazing nice. close-up. That amazing close-up oh. of Vera Farmiga. Have when, you noticed her breath? She, like, yeah. when she gets angry in her piercing blue eyes. Oh, man. She's killing the game every yeah. time. Like, all, all of her choices are amazing. That So that, that you can just see her wheels turning like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And there's anger. There's fear. There's all that in that one. I have one. to take up these groceries because this ice cream's going to melt. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite because it's this push that we all know because we all know all the history. Yeah. We're all just like normal. We're flashing back to season one, season two, every episode in that 15 second push in. And it was like, what's wrong? I was like, oh, I got these groceries. I gotta go. Yeah. You know, so anyway, <laughs> I, love, I love that. Um, also, when she confronts Norman about this, like, you know, and that, and her, and her, her you know, quintessential, Norman! you know, she runs in, confronts him, and he's like, I don't know. And the, the line he hesitated. Well, the line when she says, I don't know why unhinged women seem drawn to you. Yes, I wrote that down too, because that was mm. such an. Oh, that was such an ironic statement because sure. she was becoming so unhinged in the episode. I mean, his mm. mom is Norma Bates. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's and why. And so sexually okay. charged. Uh, yes. I don't know why unhinged women seem to be drawn to you. And I don't know. I'm, you know, that's not even a fair statement because all the women that Norman has have been, you know, hanging out with don't seem that unhinged. No. Even um, who we forgot, who everyone on YouTube Cody. Everyone Cody. reminded Cody. Yeah. Yes. I zoned out on that yes. one. And Cody, yes. And Cody, you know. with Cody. And I had a thing for Cody, too. I was like, damn. Well, well. Okay. And I forgot. Thanks. That's Thanks, thanks Nando. That's, nice. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <It> happens. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. All my jokes for off here. All right. So, um, yeah. So, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, in his, like, she was a nice woman, you know, and that kind of, that, that exchange back and forth. But what I was really... Um, taken by is once they got to the restaurant you mentioned the scene and she goes in the look uh norma oh the whole she was a nice woman mm-hmm. she yeah. was a nice woman and norma's like what did she say what yeah. do you mean nice i mean why do, yeah why past tense and now is that do you think that's something or is that a red is that another sort of red well, herring like you, or MacGuffin or you said it before earlier that at any time we kind of go through these like conspiracy theories and beat around the bush and do all this stuff it always ends up that he did it and yeah. I think that at the end of the day, the simplest answer is the correct answer. Right. And so do, I I think that he probably did it. And Spoiler I think, alert, Norman I, Bates is psycho. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just in case and you didn't know. I think that it has to do with something like I think that maybe he had sex with her and then felt guilty because there's that pivotal scene with Norma and Norman in the restaurant where they talk about uh, Emma asks him, do you feel bad after sex? Yeah. Well, I want, to, I want to get to that in a second, but because I, I want to talk about that. A little it's further, important. It's very important, but mm-hmm. I want to skip back up to before that. Once, when Norma's in the restaurant, there's a weird, like, you know, him, you know, props to Freddie Highmore as well. Freddie had his own sort of push in, and, you know, he does this incredible sort of like super crazy eyes look. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was the super crazy eyes, end of Psycho, end of season two kind of look. Yeah. And I don't know if we're supposed to read into that. Like, he's looking and he's just, I don't know if it's just Norman being Norman or if he's like zoning out into like crazy psycho mode. Like, how but did you read that? But it's not being him. I feel like he's almost graduating to becoming psycho because right. before it would be like, Mother, I don't know what happened. Right. I'm worried. Like, I hope she's okay. I just want to, you know, but now he's like, but there was now, like a weird pleasure he was taking, like watching was, his mom and he remembered. Like, it was something, yeah, it was definitely cryptic and very, very weird. 
I mean, did you did you catch that look, that Nando? Well, they hope he did. Because was a, when when Norman was in the <laughs> restaurant, and he kept pushing on Norman. And he had the weird, like, crazy psycho look. Yeah. No, so how I did mean, you how did you read that? Uh, uh, he's been doing a lot of weird psycho looks. I don't know if I really I don't know if <laughs> well, I really I mean, looked are, are at you, that you one in particular. Did he, did he do it or did he not do it? Well, the thing I, I kind of tried to jump in with this when you were talking about Norma's conversation when she was confronting Norman in the begin, beginning when. Uh, I wrote it down here, too. When uh, she asked him, did you see the girl in room four? He had this close-up as well. And he had this really... It was really minute. And I had to watch the show twice to, to catch it. But it was mm-hmm. like a little... Like a, a very big hesitation. Like he was going to say something. And then you could see almost like the switch in his eyes go, no, of course not. I haven't seen her mother. You know? And, when he was uh, cutting up the goat? No. This was this was when... I think this was... He needs um, a bigger freezer, by the way. She's like, okay, yeah, bigger freezer. Yeah, you know what? I think it was when he was yeah, cutting up the girl. I think it was when he was cutting up the girl. I didn't write that part, but it was right when she went downstairs to, yeah, to talk was, to him about look, trying to get a window shade, you know, to check on her, on the window shade. <laughs> that was. I love how the tone that she delivered that line in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so generally, I yeah, I mean, I'm seeing this, obviously, as, there's a little switch. I, I really keep seeing that vision from the end of last season of his mother just appearing when he's doing that polygraph test and telling him, you didn't kill uh, right. you know, Miss Watson, because I did. And I almost feel like that switch just being like he's listening to another conversation in his head right. w- with with his mother. So, yeah. I, I think that this Interesting. is... Yeah, well, I think that this is huh. just, and the whole zooming out from just what we're watching is this, this dramatic, you know, this, this wonderful show, Carrie Aaron and Carlton Keyes have created, like, I mean, this world... It, it, <sighs> It's really quite remarkable what they're able to do. Like, we already know the answers. Norman is crazy. Norman's mm-hmm. a killer. Norma is crazy. And yet we're like, still guess, second like guessing we, it. We know the answers. <laughs> yeah. We know the answers. But as we're watching it, we're like, well, is Norma... I mean, did she... We're like, oh, but poor Norman. Oh, I don't... I don't. Did, I, you, did he... And, like, it's... I don't know. This is a weird thing where I'm always trying to figure out... DNA well, dance. It, DNA dance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always trying to figure out. There it is. Hashtag. I, I, I uh, really hate the word crazy when we talk about this stuff because I think crazy no well here's the thing because i think we've talked about this a while back even Uh on other shows that we've done okay uh maybe not with you but i think when you just call a character crazy Uh you're dismissing you're dismissing a lot of the character it's kind of like saying a bad guy it's oh well bad guy's crazy bad guy's bad but a bad guy even has his reasons for he thinks what he's doing is for the greater good with norman he's just obviously got this internal struggle within him and that's his mother no, I, with Norma she obviously has a lot of issues but I think just calling someone and this is me I think calling someone just crazy just really limits the the range of possibilities that you know it just eliminates certain possibilities for us to look no, I, I completely understand I completely understand the complexities of uh, of, of both but I characters. Do agree, but I do agree that because we know what happens in the movie, we know what the end result is. The end result isn't necessarily, you know, <laughs> is it Norman Bates is psycho, right. is, uh, which is kind of like well, another word for crazy. Uh, well, I, think that, I think that the, with the looks, he's, I mean, he's graduated in a lot of ways. He's graduated to, you know, bigger animals. Now he's got a baby goat. He's graduated. So I think that now he's just, his looks nice are just, look. it's like a nice transition into just... Progression. Exactly. He's just becoming And it's psycho. scarier because it's a good point because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the bigger the animals, I think the more comfortable he gets. It's a goat. He's a bigger, like, he needs a bigger refrigerator. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. But I want to respond to, I, like I said, Nando, I, I, I understand the complexities of both characters and the acting job they're doing on both characters and the complexities of of, of playing the, this, the level of psychosis, but... 
from my point of view, these motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Like James Brown said, I don't know karate, but I know crazy. <laughs> and they are both crazy. With a capital K. I'm saying it anyway. But Got yeah, it. I hear you. I hear you. I am. Uh, I got it. Um, all right. So, all right. Um, so that, that, that exchange and, um, you know, with, 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 uh, the look in the car and they go back out and then Norman decides to tell Norma, you know, like that he's with Emma. Like, you know, he's decided yeah. to. I'm okay Why? now. I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. And it's this... like his safety net. I'm dating Emma. I'm normal. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, don't worry about me. Normal people do I'm that. Not kill- I'm not going out killing people, mom, because I've got a girlfriend. I'm, exactly. I'm normal. And that's, the, the that's exactly what he said when she asked at dinner, right. too. She was like, Why are we dating? Well, it's just, you know, it's, it's like the natural progression. Yeah. Lots or, of things, or, lots of things don't work, but this seems to be working. Right. So it just seems to yeah. be Or as he told, uh, as he told his mom, He's just trying to lay some foundation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So lay, some, f- lay some foundation. Lay yeah. some foundation, among other things. Well, he doesn't really seem to want... It's almost like he's scared of that sexual side of him when Emma was, like, grabbing his hands yeah. and trying to interlink... Like, he's kind of pulling away from her as much as he says that he wants to date her. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that dinner um, and that and the, 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 the Norma-Emma interactions. We'll get back to Caleb and Dylan and, and, and Jake Hogan later. But, like, uh, I want to talk about the Norma and Emma interactions, which I agree were I all... loved them. I, I, we got to see the young Norma, like the caper... Sure. Or, sorry, the young Emma, like the caper yeah. Emma. Yeah. Like the season one. Season like one. She's like, well, did you try going in her room? With the flashlight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo Norma. The, yeah, the Scooby-Doo, the Scooby-Doo uh, <laughs> Emma, Emma with a... Uh, normal with an oxygen tank? No. Sure. Emma with an oxygen Velma. tank. Velma. 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 Velma with an oxygen tank. Yeah, try going in her room. And she said something that was also really interesting when they were in that room. And crap, I don't about know. About the energy? Was, about, yes, about the energy. About, you know, it's interesting how when you see the way that people lay their belongings, it's almost like they're still there. Like the animation of them still exists. Right. It was just, I feel like nothing in the show is by accident. And I feel like the dialogue is so... It's just small, and but it's there, and Absolutely. everything has a meaning. And I was like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, I, I don't know, but but maybe, yeah, I don't know because there's nothing nothing in the show happens by accident, and yeah. every little thing it means something. And so, what is that? I mean, that to me, that that say, that almost said, "Hey, you know what? She's dead. She's no longer there." However, her animation is still around. Yeah, the essence or of clues, her is still around. Yeah, clues to where she was or who she's been. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on record by saying she's not dead. Uh-huh. Just for the record, I'm yeah. going to go on record saying she's not dead. But but you know, I think it's obviously that body floating face up is not her. Yeah. But you know, we'll see. Is it not her? I, I I'm saying it's not her. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm on record right now saying it's not her. Okay. So we'll see. But um, I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, but that's, to that the point, that's the brilliance of the show. <laughs> I could be wrong. Who knows? You could be wrong. Yes, you no are. accountability. Um, but when yeah, that in the search of the room, Emma picking up the little uh, feather duster thing was kind of mm. funny too. She's very like, mm. she wasn't very shocked. She was <laughs> yeah. kind of you know, I don't know. I, 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 I liked her look. There. Norma's a little disgusted. Yeah. What does she do? What do you? Isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious? And she's like, mm. <laughs> um, but you know, back to Norma and Emma. Um, all their interactions. Emma's very much on the. You know, uh, on the, aggress- the the aggressor here, and Norman mm-hmm. is sort of like either just be, be either on the retreat or holding his own in a really nervous way, and it says a lot about. I mean, that that those those first couple of interactions, especially when they got right to it in, at dinner, mm-hmm. they got right to it and just start talking about it. I mean, it, it was kind of dancing around it a little bit, kind of saying like, you know, it'll be nice to see a whole other side of you that you don't see mm-hmm. as friends. Wink, wink. Yeah. And then Norman's like, "Did you have sex with Dylan?" You know, uh, <laughs> like, so you right. mean Gunner? Gunner. <laughs> Sorry, no. yeah, well, yeah. Did you have sex with Gunner? Yeah. So, um, but 
what I, what I found in that thing was like, you know, it, it said a lot about Norman's relationship to sex because mm-hmm. Emma was very, had a very sort of, na- every, everything she said, and all of her actions was very natural and very touching and this is what we want to do. And then all of her innuendos or direct conversations were like, look, sex is something that's magical. It's, it's, it's all these other things. And Norman's like, well, I wouldn't call it magical. Mm. Exactly. Like, the, base, wh- the basis of procreation. So she thinks of it as this idealistic thing and he thinks of it as this like shameful you know, hundred percent, and he does. He does not like it, and I think on a lot of levels, he doesn't want to have sex with Emma because I don't think that he'll like he'll. I don't think that he will like her as a friend anymore. Well, I mean, he had sex with Miss Watson, and we don't know what happened with Annika yet, but we had sex with Miss Watson. Look what happened to her. Um, you know, the one time that we did see him in, in a sex scene, because I can't remember. What, well, no, actually, he did have sex with Cody. I guess we saw the beginnings of that scene too. I'm not as familiar. I, I haven't rewatched sec- season two. Like I've watched season one. Pardon me. Um, what's my point? My point is, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Well, my point is actually when when he first confronted Emma about having sex with Dylan, you could almost see that switch almost click with him too. You almost saw him be a little bit aggressive. Right. Uh, the closest thing I could think of is is like when he was talking with Bradley after he confronted her about. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the closest kind of uh, like feeling nice that came from. Yeah. You know, and Emma was able to talk him out of it by doing the whole magical thing kind of snapped him out of it sure. but for a second I think he was because look nice girls don't go sleeping around with other people yeah right. no. um, I think that also the um, uh, well I think the, the, the foundation of Norman Bates as a character and, and sort of his motivation uh, for, for killing women is this whole sort of like duality between um, I, I'm attracted to this woman I'm sexually attracted to her. I may or may not have sex with her. This is these are the feelings that I'm having, or the or the actions that I'm acting on, and then extreme like the Norma side saying like, why would you do that? She's dirty. You're dirty. She's horrible. Mm-hmm. She's a terrible person. You've got to do something about it. So I, I think you're right. There's a part of him that's afraid to have to. He's, he's fighting those urges. You see him sort of fight those urges with Emma because you know he's a teenage boy and he wants to have sex. But on the other mm-hmm. hand, he's like, I can't because who knows what this will unlock or what this means. And but, I think that's gonna. You see yeah. it all on his face. But I love what Emma said to him after that whole interaction, after after he debunked the whole magical thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she just straight out said, I love your mom, but I think she loves you so much that she can't stand the thought of you growing up. Right. And maybe this gives you a feeling that being as being an adult, being sexual is somehow wrong. Yeah. She it's, just, that she is, just she hit it right it. on just, the head. Bam. She just spilled it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think she's right. I mean, she, she's spot on with that, right? Yeah. Um, and then, and um, and so she's she's the one, maybe the one who will always have, uh, uh, who always understands understands Norman. Even at the more she knows, the more she understands. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, and who and, was it that said that she was the moral compass of the show? Did somebody say that? I, I might have. I like using that word, but I don't, I don't know if it was me. I'll take credit for it. I'm going to take that credit away from you instantly. <laughs> I like the thing about Peter Pan, though. I do like that. The Peter too. Pan reference, and then... Oh, um, my God. That whole... Someone sh- if it's not up yet, someone should put that up as a meme. That whole reaction when... when uh, uh, his, oh, oh, but Peter oh. and Wendy didn't get to have sex. She had this crazy yeah. look in her eyes when she did that. And it goes, oh. yeah. That was such a, that was such a sitcom take. Oh, that's such a meme. That's such that's a meme. Such like a Please weird. send your memes out to me. Yeah. Oh. I want to know. Oh, it's, like Jack, it's like a Jack Tripper reaction to like <laughs> Chrissy walking through the, yeah. the living room. You did the old reference. And I'm da-da, dating, da-da, dating da-da, the heck out of myself. Yeah, and I was like, who's company? It's a threes company reference. It's a show from the 80s. All right. So, yeah. Um... Actually, like you know, I actually went back um, this past week, and I can't remember when, but I actually watched. Um, I had to rewatch Psycho again because I had to pop it in because, uh, uh, let's see, you know, Art Art and Card totally was like 
you know, calling us out and says, why do you keep saying the, the famous cabin number four? He, you know, Mary, Marion Crane died in cabin number one. Um, and, that, and him and someone else did that as well. And it's true. But uh, four has significance on the TV show. Oh, the from TV the first show four season. has, four has significance. So I, so I, get looking, I get looking at the, the movie reference and seeing where everything ends up. But yeah, you know what? Nothing's happened in that room yet. We're looking at the prequel. Right, <laughs> right yeah. now, based on the prequel, this is room four. So the cynical production. We weren't really, yeah. We, I, I personally, I wasn't saying, ooh, because you know what happens in room four. In I Psycho. was. I you was. were saying that. I, I wasn't. I, I, I was just talking from like the beginning of season one. No, I'll do a full me a couple to the cynical production out there. This is my PSA yeah. to you. I overly dramatically kept saying the famous room number four when it's when in fact <laughs> Marion <laughs> Crane was killed. I mean, that's famous. In, but- Room number one, you know. So, uh, hmm. uh, they did, they, we mentioned, uh, Keith Summers in, 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 um, season one. One, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, three choices. There, there are reasons. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that's sort of our internal thing, but I feel, I felt like I along the line got the, got, got him crossed. No, I get it. And I think there's sometimes, you know, we have to remember, obviously people know the source material. We've had people talk to us about. Sure. On iTunes, someone put a, a review. We haven't had any reviews for this season yet, but someone put a review saying that in the book, Psycho, yeah. you know, I guess they were listening to our old podcast when they said in the book, Norma's Men. It's like, yeah, we get that, but we're also, you know, it's it's a line we're trying to cross. We're trying to make yeah. here. And the TV show, it's its own entity, but we do obviously refer to other things too. Well, there's I a lo- lot. I love that people are so into it though, and that they'll and that they'll give that feedback. Yeah. Well, look, there's there's a I lot of. I mean, you know, rewatching Psycho, and I recommend it to everyone out there. Go rewatch Psycho if you don't own it, rent it, Netflix it, whatever. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. It's not streaming. It's not streaming. Okay, so yeah. go go. I, I own it, so do it. Do whatever you do. <laughs> so borrow uh, it from Brad. <laughs> Uh, there's, this, it- there's this great <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock Blu-ray collection that's out right now that has Psycho and Vertigo and the Birds and uh, um, and uh, that's how viewing part party at your place, man. I want to see it. all those. Yeah, but uh, anyway, there's so many references. You know, Carlton Cuse and 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 Carrie Aaron do a great job. Like we were talking about Vanessa uh, in our first episode, mm-hmm. so many Easter eggs and so many just direct things. Like they even the whole the overpass. The whole, which is a gigantic storyline in the whole Bates Motel. The bypass. The bypass. I'm sorry. The bypass, mm-hmm. which is Starman, is, of course, mentioned. This is mentioned in, prominently in Psycho. Like, this mm-hmm. is Norman's whole thing. Like, you know, we don't have much business anymore. They built the bypass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we're, now we're off the main highway. And it's kind of like it's like a throwaway line in Psycho is like a major plot is point in exactly, the Bates Motel. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just, there's a lot of cool stuff like that in there. So please check it out. Anyway, um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, with, yeah, we, uh, we should probably get into Dylan and Dunkel. And yep. also, I'd love to touch base with, um, Romero and Norma. Norm, the whole Norma, Norm, Normero. Normero. Well, let's, yeah, let's go, well, let's go back to, let's just get to Dylan. So Dylan and Caleb. So Dylan apparently has allowed Caleb to stay. Because mm-hmm. he's chilling up there with, 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 with And Gunner. Caleb's very valuable. He's helping with the irrigation for the plants. Yeah, he's up there doing his thing. And Dylan's mm-hmm. kind of begrudgingly, you know, you know, kind of warming up to him, but not, um, and they're hanging out, and he's, he's trying to get out of there, and you know, Caleb's having saying, "Have a beer, hang out." And they're kind of the, th- the three amigos are hanging out, and then there's this 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 dog confrontation, Mad you know? Dog, yeah, the Mad Dog, mm-hmm. and you know, first of all, Caleb just. Pulls out a gun like I, I didn't know Caleb was strapped. Is that is that a big thing? Like Caleb's like I got it's, this. Plop plop plop. <laughs> like what? Where, where did Caleb get a gun? Did that, that I think that that is opening the door for the fact that Caleb is probably not who we think he is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of Caleb that we don't know yet, and right. don't forget that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we don't, we know nothing about yeah, Caleb actually. Absolutely Zero. nothing. Um, and we're you know it's funny like how we you know he was so earnest in but also suspicious in season two when he shows up and he just wants to tell the truth and then even at the beginning of 
uh, this season, season mm-hmm. episode one, he was also sort of earnest and like, look, man, I'm just trying to... And a like, little grovelly, too. Yeah, I'm trying to set this thing up. And now we, we see the edge. We see the edge come out. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's they, kind of a dick. Well, yeah, kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we see we got, a vis- we got a visit from the, the super creepy Ryan Hurst, uh, a.k.a. Chick Hogan. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like, I wish I could whistle. I, I do, totally do the whole, like, the whistle. with my dog. <laughs> Yeah, from my dog. And I, I like the way he just rolls up and just throws a rock. He yeah, throws a rock right at the porch to get his He's attention. Like, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah, it's like he's talking in riddles. Yeah, he is mm-hmm. looking for my dog. Yeah, so I don't. First of all, was that his dog? No, no, no right. he doesn't have. He doesn't no, have no, a dog. When, they, when, they, when he confessed after they went over to his that's place, right, that's right, that's right, that's he right, said, that's "What dog? Right. I don't have a dog." That's but right. Caleb said it first. Caleb's, Caleb's like, he doesn't have a dog. He just saw, and then he, and then he was like, "No, I don't have a dog." Right. It was just weird. And then the whole conversation in the cabin, he was talking to Dylan, but looking at Caleb. Right. Um. Got it. Eight. Okay. He I was talking it. to Dylan, but looking at Caleb. Yeah. Which, which was weird. Yeah. Well, because because the the. This was it was his way of sort of saying, Dylan, you know how things work around here. This guy Caleb, whoever he is, is mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like the Romero conversation too, He's messing with the ecosystem. Yeah, Dylan, this is we know how this things work in this town. Mm-hmm. This is how things go. Like, don't let this guy come in and tell you anything. And it's also him yeah. saying like, because uh, the confrontation was always between Caleb and Chick. Like mm-hmm. Caleb was coming over there to like to rattle Chick's cage or kick his ass or do whatever until he saw those guns up in there. Like he had like fifty guns or whatever. Yeah. But but even then Caleb was That's still That's right, I got more than a few. I got a, I got a lot. How many is a lot? More, than, more a than a few. Less so, than a bushel. That was a very cool sort of uh, you know, confrontation between the two of them and then Dylan's kinda like, Okay, sure. I like how Dylan didn't hey, look at me. He was just answering, Yeah, man, sure. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know. How many? How many plants you get? It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Ninety nine. We got ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't understand. I don't you understand why Caleb. Me, you guys remind me of a duo from a certain book. You got any rabbits? I love that. Yeah. Mice what? And men? I didn't get that. Oh, oh. yeah. That's a mice and men reference. So he's pretty much Is calling Caleb, Caleb yeah. Lenny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's calling him a retard. Yes. So that was. That, uh, you know what? That's interesting. That's not the first mice and men reference from a Carlton Cuse show. There was a big mice and men reference in Lost too. Mm. With well, season was, three. Loves, loves season, that. season three, it's uh, the episode with Ben and Sawyer wow. going up to the mountain. Look at, well, you're you're just pulling, you're pulling episodes mm-hmm. out. Wow. Episodes, wow. episodes out. Episodes. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Okay, that's impressive. Yep. Um, anyway, so that so that so that we'll, and, we'll, and and Ryan Hurst, we just got to mention. I mean, sure. he's awesome from Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy Opie, yeah. so much you know, so much love for that character. Wasn't he in Remember the Titans too? I believe he was. He yes. played the racist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, 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 and, like I said, I get, I get Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. <laughs> Varsity Blues and the program are all one big movie. And for we me. are Marshall. <laughs> I, never saw, I never saw that one. Oh, well, there you go. Just the program. Trust me, if you see that one, it's <laughs> Varsity <laughs> Blues and really and what's the, remember the Titans. All and, one big and movie. Rudy. And, Rudy. and Rudy. And Rudy. And Rudy. No, I'm just kidding. It's the part where where, where Denzel <laughs> yells at, uh, at Dawson. Right. Every sports movie. <laughs> oh my god. All right. I get it. Okay. All right. So yeah. So we'll we'll keep our eye on that. And that's very interesting and very cool. Um, so getting back to. Uh, the the Normero situation uh, and the Norma Caper and the Norma Caper. Which I will too. I will quote uh, uh, Sam Flippo when um, Norma is not Caper qualified. No, she should not go on Caper solo. Her Caper game is weak. No, she tried though. She tried to be Annika. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, she tried. <laughs> she tried. So that, so we had that. You know, you know, Romero was very chivalrous and gave the money, offered them the money, and yeah. gave the money. Um, and you know, 
I maybe mean, he's got some extra cash lying around from his dealings or whatever. Hopefully. But, uh, <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't all burned in the house. Well, I guess it wasn't all burned. Well, look, he's over at the Arcane Club. It's a whole bunch of rich people, and who knows what he's doing yeah, there. Pressing so, the flesh. Yeah, pressing I was, the flesh. I was shocked. <laughs> like, if you would have said, who do you think is going to jump out of the bushes and get Norma? I did not know it was going to be him. I did not. This is, again, the cloak shrouded in mystery this man is. <laughs> yes, yeah. he He's is. just a big cloak of mystery. He is, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was very cool. Um, that, that exchange was great and the, the hug and the weird, or I don't know, maybe you'll hug. And then the, then once she did hug, as Norma does, she's like hugging him. She's yeah, nuzzling. She was, like, <laughs> she's grabbing his neck. Yeah. It's like one minute ago, a second ago, you didn't know if you're going to hug him. It was, now like you're a, like, it was like a baby monkey holding onto her, like through her, his yeah, mouth. Her nose is like in his neck. Like sniffing him. <laughs> she's <laughs> sniffing him, totally. Exactly. Yeah. So now, that, when she ran up to the car again, when he was about to pull away, yeah. I thought that she was going to, talk to him about Norman and about right. Annika. Maybe she was. This is what's great was about that. that. Exactly. This is what's great about the way she plays this. Because you never, this is, again, back to uh, Vera Farmiga, you never know, like, how, what the hell she's going to do. Anyway, yep. we're running short of time, but I want to get to the party. So she sneaks, yep. she, got, she tries to get to the party. Mm-hmm. She puts in her best sort of like, uh, I'm on the list. Yeah. And then works. So she hops the fence and does her thing. Peeks in the hikes window. Hikes up her skirt. Hikes up her skirt. Does all, I loved all of that, by yeah. the way. It's like, we saw this before, like, in season one, when Norma's sneaking around, and she's doing her whole, like, you know, caper <laughs> stuff. So, uh, peeking in there, that shot of just her eyes, her eyes just widen, like, you know, I, I love that. And then, of course, we see, you know, as I mentioned before, Kevin Ram. Yeah, can yeah. I mention, can I just mention that I think it was probably the same time last week, last mm-hmm. episode, the same time, wasn't it Norman peeking in a window? Y- yes. And then cut to this week, oh, wow. it's Norma yeah. peeking that's in a window. Not, yeah, the, the, the voyeuristic family, the, the family yeah. that <laughs> peeping Tom's together, yeah. Mom's together. Yeah, but Norma family that see. peeps together, sleeps together. Oh, <laughs> oh. Dude, Casey, I like that one. Peeps together, sleeps together. <laughs> All right, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but right. Norma did get to see more. Yes. She yeah, did get to she see more. She, yeah. she got a lot more. So, I mean, so is Romero... What is what is his role in this club? Hey man, all, all I saw was a big cloak of mystery. I okay. think it's like know security. What, you think it's no, security? No, he, yeah. no, he, no, no. He said he was pl- pressing the flesh with some politicians. You know, he's just oh. in the, he's just pressing the flesh, hanging out. Well, he's got to make some. What are you doing here? Well, but he's he got to make some moves now that yeah. Dylan doesn't want to do. Like he's got to, you know. Yeah, but yeah. he did say uh, this is not a good place for you to be. I'm not yeah. here. I'm not here for that. He said that, but he he said before she left, he said it was it was kind of like uh, under uh, under a lot of stuff. But he said it's dangerous for you. Yeah. So he knows yeah. the danger. Yeah, from there's, there's there. some so that, and that he's, he's he's dropping some hints, but he's dropping that some will hints be now. revealed. And we talked about, of course, the last scene of Norman and Norman go up the stairs saying everything's mm-hmm. fine, but everything's not fine. We have a floating dead body in the um, dun dun dun. Now, do so you guys we'll think before we before we go because I know that we're running low on time? Do you think you guys think it's Annika? Well, I, I mean, think, well, do you want to jump into predictions? What, do you have any news first at all? I, you know what? Since we're running on time, Let's, I'll save it for next week. Yeah. Okay. And then we, I want to shout, we can shout out people. We'll do that next, next we'll time. We'll do it too. next time. Shout uh, out to everybody. So let's go to predictions. <laughs> let's just go to predictions. Shout out to everyone. We have a lot of, thank you all for listening and watching, um, on, on YouTube and on iTunes. Um, we like the number two show in AfterBuzz right now. Are yeah. we? Yeah, oh, that's cool. great. number one thank and number you. two. So thank you so much for downloading on awesome. iTunes, which where that which that comes from, um, and, and rating us on iTunes. And you know, well, yeah, let's get some more. We we don't have any new ratings for this season for iTunes. So yeah, so but, but thanks for you know, you know rating well, us you. and, and some... listening on iTunes, and also on YouTube for watching us and and commenting. We had a lot of comments this good and bad. Yeah, thank you for that. You know, all let, of it. Put us in our place. Yeah, subscribe, especially. 
Nando. Since really May. Okay, predictions, Nando, go. Uh, I predict... You know, one thing I, I did want to say, uh, when when Emma and Norman kissed at the end, uh-huh. Norman said, I don't want to start something I can't finish. Uh-huh. That was another kind of creepy line. Oh, like, in other words. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. don't want to kiss you if I can't kill now, you now later. My mom, now with my <laughs> if mom I can't around. kill you later. Yeah, now, <laughs> now with my mom around. Yeah. So right. he did say that. I thought that was a creepy line, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my predictions, darn it, darn it, darn it. Uh, you know, I think that is Annika. I'm going to say I think it is. I think, I think the okay. fact that we have Tracy here. Fine. Annika, <laughs> I do. I think that that was Annie's brilliant um, way to promote the show and completely just, you know, um, I I think that Annika is dead, but I think that she'll be back in flashbacks. flashbacks. Sure. Um, I think that she'll be back on the show in flashbacks, but I do think that she's dead and I do think that um, this is the beginning and I think that Norman had sex with her and then killed her. Okay. Mm. Uh, You know, uh, the simplest answer is always the answer in the Bates Motel at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Um, I don't think I don't think it's her. I think it is someone else. I think okay. there there is someone else. And that's a simple mm. answer. Well, no, I'm just saying there, there is someone else. But I think it is it is the mystery that will have to be solved. Okay. Uh, I think the big cool thing will be that she'll come back. She'll mm-hmm. pop back and they'll be like, Oh, I thought that was you or whatever. Right. Yeah. So you're it'll, it'll be like there's a, de- a dead body was found. It's or maybe girl. Annika killed that person. Yeah, she's this height. She's this yeah. blonde, and everyone's gonna think it's her, Norman, and Norma, and everyone else. But then it'll be identified as not her, and then. Blah, 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 blah. Or maybe she's trying to fake her own death. That's, there are a whole bunch of possibilities okay, here. But my, my, I'm sticking with it's not her. That's okay. what I, I will say. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. And I, I love the arcane. Way. I love the fact that you tied that into season one with the the slavery, the slave trade. Yeah. yeah. The one. yeah. I, think uh, I do want to mention Nando is wearing a wonderful uh, thank you uh, medal because he ran the LA Marathon. <laughs> I said, I, what's, I, your t- what's your time, Nando? Uh, five hours, ten minutes. He five had a, hours, he had ten a minutes. cold pizza on the way, a beer, I, I, and, I was and a chili dog. And a chili dog. I was eating all sorts of stuff. Uh, thank you for everybody who tweeted at me last week and cheered me on or whatever. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for mentioning this because I wasn't going to put it on. You said put it on. Yeah, man. Be proud, man. Be proud. The four times I've run the marathon, I have all my balls. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, all right. uh, where, where can we find you, Nando? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can also find me here at AfterBuzz for other shows like Walking Dead, The Blacklist with this guy, and Scorpion, and Survivor and stuff. They should just scroll your shows. Hi, I'm Dua. You can find me <laughs> You can find me at Dua Casey, D-U-A-K-I-S-S-I. <laughs> Joe. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. No Instagram yet? No. Come I'm, on. No. Grandma. One of these days. All right. Okay, I'm Joe K. Braswell. You can find me at Joe K. Braswell on Instagram and Twitter and here doing the Blacklist and uh, some other places some other coming stuff. up soon. Uh, thank you very much for listening and joining and watching. We will see you all next week for Bates Motel Episode 3. Woo! Season 3. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 